This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here in the first half, stunning. 27-point lead, down goes Johnson, three, Luke oh, no. oh, no. They're shredding him. Oh, no, he didn't. Luka Doncic is absolutely putting on a show here in the Valley. Welcome Network, Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawkstrick with you on a Monday what a ton of talk about the Eastern Conference, Western Conference final set in the NBA. The NHL has a bunch of Game 7s. Remarkable sports weekend here. We had a no-hitter and a team lost yesterday in baseball. Joe's Phillies are red hot. We'll get to everything today. But we start here with Luka Doncic and the Mavericks who go into Phoenix last night. And guys, I mean, usually when we do these shows, we're excited about these close games, these exciting finishes, and like the numbers closed and whatnot. No, nothing about that game was close. Nothing was interesting except what it was, which was Phoenix, who I think opened the series, was it minus 300 to win the series? Obviously, it vacillated a little bit in between. But Joe, they go into Phoenix last night, Dallas. No team had won a road game in this entire series. And that game was over in 10 minutes. It was over. It was like, what? They had 20-something points at halftime. Like, this was a joke. A, a, a total no-show by the Suns. And how about the Mavericks, who, what, three months ago, two months ago on the, the show, we said, hey, they're kind of interesting. And here they are in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. And as recent as two games ago, going into game number six, I kept bringing up Dallas because I wanted to bet on Dallas at 50-1. to 1. Did I? No, because I'm an idiot. And I'm thinking, there's no, they can't win four of five. That's what I'd ha- they'd have to do. They'd have to win four of five from Phoenix. And that's exactly what it was. It was remarkable. Another situation, the final score does not indicate how much of a blowout it was. I Early in the second half, I was like, why is the live line minus 24 and a half? I couldn't believe it. I'm like, why is it only minus 24 and a half? That ended up covering, uh, even though there was a, a flurry of points at the end. But it was three guys. I mean, do the Mavs have a big three? You watched last night, and you would think they do. Between Luka, Dinwiddie, and Brunson, nobody else on the team had more than six points. And it, it was a complete blowout. I mean, we have two different stories. Like, we decided to start with, with praising Luka, but just as much, we can tear to shreds Booker and Chris Paul, injury or not. And how about what they say is part of their big three, DeAndre Eaton. He's out there for 17 minutes last night. So this is a guy that, that I hear has the potential to be 20 and 10 in a final series. You can make a case, finals MVP. 
He was out there for 17 minutes last night, and the only thing that Monty was after the game was internal. Well, that tells me that there's something going on behind the scenes with that team. Yeah, um, you know, even heading into the season, it was like, are the Suns frauds? And it seemed like they weren't, but I kept thinking, and I even said it on the show, that there's something about everyone talking about, oh, the Suns are so good. It really reminded me of Gonzaga or even the Cardinals during the NFL season that that's why I have several Warriors futures. There's something that just didn't quite feel right about this team. And maybe fraud is a strong word. They were beating up on injured teams last year on the play in the playoffs, but this year, that was just a complete choke job. Like, no excuses. By halftime, Luka had as many points as the entire Suns team combined. I mean, it's, it's remarkable what happened last night. I mean, no one saw that coming. I mean, Joe, you did a couple days ago talk about the 50-1. to 1, But once we got to Game 7, right, every game, the home team won every game mm. in the series, I didn't see one person that said, yeah, Mavericks, and Mavericks big is the play tonight. Like, I didn't. No one thought this was possible, and yet they I mean, they blew him out. Sorry. Draymond Green apparently predicted it on his podcast almost two weeks ago. I saw the clip this morning. Um, I I was like, wow. I guess he's really making a case for his TNT career post basketball. I'm sure he is. He'll be great at it. There was someone that bet Mavericks to win by 31 or more at 50 to one. Like you, you could find those sorts of lines. Wow. Which is just insane. I mean, Luke, the most remarkable part about that Lucas stat at halftime, 27 points, and the entire Suns team at 27 points. That that was something, and something we haven't seen before in the last 25 postseasons, one player matching the opposing team at halftime in a playoff game. Okay, that's something. But what, what was even more insane to me is Luca had 27 points on 12 shots. 27 points on 12 shots, and the Suns had 27 points on 41 shots. 41 against 12. I mean, that was wild. As a team, the Mavs shot 57%, and we don't like the off-the-court stuff, and there were a lot of people that were upset when Jason Kidd was hired. We're just looking at the basketball this year. He has done a terrific job. And there he was after the game. A lot of people predicting blowout. Well, they were right. <laughs> He's a good coach. I thought he was a good coach when he first yeah. started in the NBA. And then all the – remember he, like, took power in the front office stuff? There was always always something with Jason Kidd uh, yes. beyond off the court. There's like, it's we like, haven't it, heard a lot of that this year, have no. we? No. I think he's just yeah. coaching, and he's good at that. Jason Kidd's a good coach. So the Mavericks go to the Western Conference Finals. We'll preview that and the start of that against the Warriors coming up. But guess what we were guaranteed yesterday? We were guaranteed a new champion last night because the Suns are out, and we were guaranteed a new finals early in the day because the Celtics take out the uh, Milwaukee Bucks yesterday, 109-81. to 81. Early on, the Bucks were feeling it. They were shooting well. Giannis was distributing. It was like, you know, five, seven-point lead throughout the first quarter first you know, maybe 15, 20 minutes of that game. And then all of a sudden, the Celtics shooting, Aaron. The Celtics shooting just took over. Tatum, Grant Williams, I mean, those guys yeah. just started hitting their threes. And then it's like, boom, the Bucks just couldn't catch up. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Another bad shooting night for another team. I mean, it's just crazy. Grace and Allen had one point. The Bucks four of 33 from three-point range. You got to give credit to the Celtics and their defense as well, but... Just a terrible scoring night uh, for the Bucks, but uh, the Celtics look like a team on a mission. Yeah, it, it's something that was brought up throughout the series that Giannis looks done, right? Like, how much more can you ask of the man? And we saw that in the second half. He missed nine of ten contested shots, albeit against a phenomenal defense, the best in the NBA this year. I mean, it was it was Giannis by himself, and. Well, what I'm going to remember from this series is, of course, Boston winning. But on on the Milwaukee side, they didn't have their second best scorer, mm-hmm. and they they took it to seven. Giannis dragged his team to seven games, even though they gave up the last couple. Uh, it just how everything changes when you're missing your second scorer, and how how the roles flip when you have a big three, and pretty much all of these teams left did have a big three at this juncture. It's, yeah, I mean, Grayson Allen, be be happy with what you got out of him in the Bulls series and some other games when he stepped up. Same thing with Bobby Portis. But those are role players. Those are others. And this is what happens. They're going to have the games they step up, and then they're going to have the games where Bobby Portis is going to the bench and he's breaking his glasses intentionally. And, I mean, Giannis, what he did, 200 points, 100 rebounds, 50 assists. That's never been done in a playoff series before. He's the real MVP. People are going to be battling. Is it really Giannis or is it really Luka going into next season? But, uh, man, Boston, Grant Williams, I didn't have that in the bingo card. Give me 10 guesses about who's going to step up and, and be the star from game seven of this one. I did not think it was going to be Grant Williams. The Boston Celtics took 55 threes and 33 twos 55 threes and 33 twos and and, and in the end that's why I'm not saying hey I was right here but that's why I picked the Celtics because the Bucks they can't match that from the outside so off the two games we saw yesterday both not really not competitive towards the end right one was whatever 33 point final (laughs) one was an 18 point final or more than that uh 20 whatever um do you moving forward because of the way the game is now, right? Everyone shoots threes, and you have cold shooting nights, you have hot shooting nights. Should we sprinkle money on alternate lines in these standalone kind of final games? We're, I think we're going to see more of these as time goes. Remember the Rockets and the Warriors game seven? Was that four years ago now? Remember when Chris Paul got hurt and James Harden, what else is new, shot terribly in a, in a closeout game? Remember that game? That game got kind of ugly at one point. I just wonder if this is, I just wonder if this is going to start happening now. Because if you have a cold shooting night, you're going to get blown out. I wonder if we get more blowouts in these kind of final games moving forward. Okay, we saw it in the last two games of the Mavs and the Suns, right? Yep. And the, and then in the Milwaukee series, that was going on early, right? Yeah. Um, outside of – let me see. Yeah, a lot of double-digit – well, in the middle of the series, they were tight. But the beginning and the end of the series – they were blowouts. It's interesting, but where do you draw the line? How high do you want to go? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the 50 to 1 on the 30-point number is pretty wild, but, like, how do you do that? But most people say, oh, that's just getting too greedy. It's one thing to right. call a Mavs big win, but it's another thing to say 30 instead of 20. 
I mean, with the prevalence of three-point shooting errors, it's hard to come back, too, right? Like, if you're having a bad shooting night, like, there was no point in that Suns game last night where I was like, oh, they're going to make a run. No, they were down 40. Same. It was over. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it didn't seem like there was any point where they were just going to start hitting threes. And it feels like that's what teams try to do, obviously, when they're down. But moving forward, I think these spreads should be tighter. I mean, I, I kind of want to look at the underdogs in the in the finals, conference yeah. finals. Yeah, we'll get to it. It all starts tomorrow uh, with the Easter Conference Finals. So it's the Heat and the Celtics, and it's the... Mavericks and the Warriors. Those are your final four left in the NBA. All right, quickly, NHL. We get a couple mm-hmm. game sevens, and both of these games go to overtime. I mean, is that like what everyone wants? Isn't that like the thing? Overtime, game seven, Stanley Cup playoffs. So we have the Rangers 4-3 over the Penguins, which that series was 3-1. I mean, that looked the Rangers looked dead last week. They come all the way back to win the series, and the Flames knock out the Stars uh, 3-2 in overtime. Your Flames, Aaron. Your Calgary Flames. Such a bandwagon Flames fan over here, but no, yeah, you're I did not bet even him a that- Flames fan. You are not. Name two players. <laughs> <laughs> Plus two ninety to win the West. <laughs> Remember that future. Let's go. Oh my God, was that last week? Yes. <laughs> or no, I honestly don't remember how long. Oh, ago you don't? Was. Yeah, no. it was when we had a guest on, and he was talking about Calgary, and I was like. I'll I'll tell you all that. My mom was born in Calgary. Let's go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lifelong <laughs> Flames fan, Aaron Oxford. Well, look, look at all the game sevens that we had on Saturday and Sunday. And by the way, hockey blew basketball out of the water. Like If you like both sports, like, there was no, 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 ch- no chance that you were sticking with basketball over hockey. So throughout much of this first round, talked about the high scoring, talked about the puck line hitting due to the high scoring. That was not the case over the weekend. Not a big surprise. Game seven. Things get a lot tighter. So of those five games, unders go three, one, and one. So in the two games on Sunday, they both go to overtime, as Joe G mentioned. So obviously one goal difference. And in the three three games on Saturday, two of them at a one goal difference. So the unders hit tighter games, what we're really used to. As far as Rangers, Penguins, I, I don't, you know, I don't know how we escape. With the Bucks conversation, we're talking a little bit about Middleton. How do you escape the Crosby injury? I mean, since that, they lost three straight games. You know, so, I mean, that was obviously huge. But uh, and, and they have arguably in the regular season, the Rangers do, the best goaltender in the game. But over the last few, when they did win, he was still giving up three goals per game. So we haven't seen the best out of Igor. Uh, maybe that's to come. So a lot of fun series setting up here in the second round. Yeah, so the Penguins and Rangers games were all going over. Um, I wonder if we're going to see more unders as things get tighter um, in the next round. First thing I noticed that we still are getting a bunch of six and a halfs and sevens in the totals, even though the last couple of days, uh, more unders. And I so, think in that Rangers Penguin series, those are were all over um, seven about that. I bet it once, but other than that, I think they off memory all went over but yeah mm-hmm. i don't know maybe maybe we'll see that trend flip even though everything went under in those game sevens i think except yep. for that rangers penguins game yeah i think they Agreed. did so just looking forward here now we have eight teams left there seems to be a line of demarcation there's five and then there's the rest so it's avalanche to favor plus 210 panthers plus 37 to win the cup hurricanes plus uh five to one your flames aaron plus 550 <laughs> 
Lightning plus seven fifty. Then the, there's a drop to Edmonton at fourteen to one. So there's like there's just, there's the five, and then there's fourteen to one, fourteen to one, seventeen to one. So there's a, a pretty mm-hmm. big difference there um, as we move forward to the next series. So eight teams. We're going to talk to Alex Smith of the Ice Guys coming up later in the show. He'll give us his perspective as we move to the next round. So I was kind of disappointed this morning. I woke up I was like, "There's no games tonight." But there's no NHL, no NBA. It's a yeah. reset day for all of us. It's like we get to collect ourselves before tomorrow. Then we get two hockey games tomorrow, two game ones, and then a game one of Boston and um, Miami. I'm all right with that. I'm fine. I Night know. off? That little right. reset? Yeah. I'm, well, we still got a full slate of baseball for the most part, but but yeah. You're, I mean, you're Phillies. Right. I mean, you're, we got you're, you're Phillies. Three out of four in L.A. Oh, listen, I, I saw Joe G jumping on the bandwagon. You're not welcome. You're not welcome. You're not welcome. No, 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 I'm no. I'm not betting on the Phillies. I'm just, no. I'm, I'm, I'm calling You're for what blocked. it is. That was impressive. They beat the Dodgers up in we'll Dodger Stadium. It. We will. We'll, we'll get, get to it. a lot of it. A lot to go. We'll dive into the prices for the NBA series. The conference finals are set. That's next. Beck UL Daily right here on the Beck UL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily.